listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Bellman and Jared Watson, brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson, and this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check him out, original Cleveland sports reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. Also, coming soon officially to Evergreen Podcasts. Well, this show is going to be dominated by all the crazy shit that's been going on lately, whether it be the COVID rumors with the Ohio State Buckeyes and uh, Nick Saban's daughter's comments. That'll be fun to talk about. Or we can talk about Frankie Lindor and how awful it is that he's gone, even though we knew he was leaving, and how the Indians basically seem like they're giving up because payroll is at $35 million to start this next season, and they didn't get anything in regards to the trade itself, which makes me want to vomit all over the place. Or we can jump right into the fact that the NFL is going to go on and make this game happen between the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Are, is there still going to be anyone popping off for COVID? I don't know. Maybe. But does it matter? No. They're going to play the game. Sunday night, 8-15. The Browns had better be ready. They got on a plane or they're getting on a plane and they will be heading to Pittsburgh. That's a whole other issue. Apparently, some people think that they shouldn't be getting on a plane. They should be getting on a bus. Andy and I will break that down. I'm sure everyone wants to hear that. And Ohio State officially, just so you know, they did get on a plane. They are headed to Florida, and that game is going on, despite the fact that no one knows what the hell is going on. Andy, let's jump right into this. Rocking our brand new shirts from Endless Block, celebrating our playoff-bound Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Happy playoffs, everybody. Playoffs to us all. This is all vodka, everyone. Straight vodka. I'm um, kidding, it's something else. <laughs> but it's kind of, it's still strong. Hello, Isaac. Good to see you. Um, lots of to digest today. This yeah. has been the most grinding week after another grinding week. This has yeah. been two weeks of grinding COVID reports, us Browns fans. Endless Block did a great job getting his t-shirts. We feel ready. We feel good. Yes. And here we are on Friday night at 6.30 as you listen to this podcast when you listen to it back. And here we are. And I still don't know who's really playing, if I'm being truthful. There's still some questions. The latest today is Conklin and Terrence Mitchell are out with illnesses. Um, they are questionable listed for the game. Miles Garrett is listed as questionable for the game, but they said he's going to play. Yeah. Sheldon Richardson's listed as questionable, but again, they said he's going to play. Peoples-Jones is out of concussion protocol, but again, it is questionable whether he's going to play or not. That's the latest COVID list. Denzel Ward's still on the COVID list. And uh, coming off earlier this week with Sandejo, BJ Goodson's off the um, the COVID nineteen list, and so on. And there's there's like you got to almost check it daily. And I've been traveling today, so hourly I don't know. almost. Yeah. Um. So here's here's what I come off on all this. <clears throat> we got to enjoy this experience as much as we can. I, I really I mean this. Like we got to really lift above the COVID You're because right. if you if you go on the Twitter, it's gonna really bring you down. This is my really here's my I'm just giving well, a message probably because mental, your, your Twitter feed probably isn't just Cleveland Browns misery. It's probably every other thing that seems to be falling apart in this country right now. But I mean Lindor payroll on. budgets. I mean, Sexton's hurt. There's a lot of stuff. By the way, Cavs won last night. That was a great win. Yes, it I, was. I, I, that was a great gutty, gutty win. That's right, Isaac. Go Browns, go Buckeyes. Look, here's the thing. We got it for a few minutes. Let's lift above COVID and above the situations going on with this team, okay? Yeah. This is an exciting moment. It's great to be back in the playoffs. It's great to be wearing Browns gear around town. I'm in Columbus. I know Jared's in Youngstown. There's a lot of people with Browns gear wearing around. There's also a lot of people with Buckeye stuff, obviously, is where I'm at. And I've seen a lot of stuff. It's a good time. It's easy to get brought down. Let's just remember. Let's try to enjoy this experience. Baker, Chubb, and Hunt are all playing. Landry's playing. There is a lot of positive going in this game. I just have learned today, and I thought about this on the ride over here today, Jared, from Connecticut to mm-hmm. Ohio. The biggest thing I can tell people is enjoy the experience as much as you can because when you listen to these press conferences and you track Twitter, which we all need to do, and we'll get into that, don't go worry, it can really bring you down. This is a great thing. It's an exciting thing. It's cool to play in the Steelers like this in a playoff game. It's nice to shut those fuckers up. We'll get the Juju Smith-Schuster's comments. Don't worry. So all that to be said, like let's enjoy this. It's a great time for to be a Browns fan. Let's celebrate this. Don't let this COVID list get you down too much is my my, my key lesson here today. Um, it can easily get you down. It can easily get you down. I, I got to tell you, it is. It, I mean, it really is. It, it, if I have had my face in it for the past handful of days, 
Yeah. Um, you instead of waiting for good news, you're you're literally as a Browns fan waiting for the bad news to drop at any hour yep. of the day. Um, yep. Things haven't gotten so out of hand, though, Andy, in my mind to this point that this game is out of reach for the Browns. I still feel very strongly I would take the money line. I would give the six and a half or take this or take the six, whatever. My bad. Take the six. I don't gamble mm-hmm. enough, clearly. Take the six. And I would also take the over at 47 and a half because I think this is going to end up being a bit of a shootout, especially in the second half. Uh, now, whether Ben's going to be able to keep up with that, that's where I wonder. And that's where things come into question. I don't think it's going to start that way. I think we're going to see a lot of Nick Chubb. I think we're going to see a lot of Kareem Hunt. I think they're going to have to do things that you have not seen yet. I think that they're going to come up with a game plan that is going to surprise Pittsburgh in certain aspects. The only problem that I have is this. Your head coach has been out. They have not been practicing. They finally got on the field today. Today is Friday. Friday, January 8th. They got on the field um, a couple hours ago, 4.30. They They finally got to practice. Have they had enough time and have they had enough practice where they're going to be able to implement these things, where they're not going to have the pre-snap penalties that they had a week ago that we saw because they were rusty in that regard. And on top of that, could that rest actually be better for them considering they just finished a 17-week season and are now prepping for these playoffs? And that rest, hopefully, has helped. So I don't know. There's a lot of people that I have seen, at least through the NFL Network, that Pittsburgh is a team that people are picking. Andy has heard a lot of folks are picking the Browns. At this point, it really is a coin flip. I'm still going to go with my Browns at this point. I still feel like they are, at the end of the day, the better team. But they have to prove it. It's like every other time that they've played Pittsburgh this season, every other time they've played the Ravens. And they have not been able to prove it against the Ravens yet. Who, by the way, go up against the Titans, and I still think the Titans have their number, so that's going to be nice too. That's where we're at right now, Andy. I think the best thing about this whole thing, there's a lot. Um, let's take this in one parcel. Mm-hmm. I think the nice thing is for the Browns, the mentality of this game of pressure has gone off. Last week, yep. it was very, very high. This week, it's at a zero or one. And that helps the Browns. The Browns are also an underdog. That helps the Browns. So there's just two. those are two very big positives, in my opinion. Because the Browns need to come in this game loosey-goosey. It's Sandlot football. It is literally Sandalot football. They're literally coming off a plane, rolling balls out, and going to see what happens. So that's going to be a big part of this game. Is there going to be false starts? I actually think there's going to be false starts, yes. Is there going to be moments where there's going to be players out of place? A little bit. Not too much, but you're going to see a little bit. But I will accept that because I think the pressure being off the team will really help this team a lot. The only thing I've seen in the last 48 hours, Jared, that worries me, and I hate to do it because I just said don't do it, but I have to, Conklin being out would be a... That'd be a big deal. Um, that's going to be a hard guy to replace. Um, it's, it's it's just listed as an illness at this point. If he tests negative, he'll he will be playing. Terrence Mitchell's another one. Um, like that that not the. I mean, look, it is what it is at this point. The secondary. Uh, oh yeah, especially I, I, at safety. At safety, they yeah, are so I, beat up. Yeah, I I actually think this. I think the Browns have to score thirty plus points. I think the Steelers are going to score thirty plus. Correct. Points. I, I think I think Big Ben and the running game is going to go wild. So you got to you got to get ready in this game to 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 score points. I think the Steelers are going to have their you way. You think the offense. Steelers are going to run you, the ball? I think they're going to do whatever they want to early. I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers come out red hot, start popping the ball, and just start going down the All field right. and moving the ball. Like the Browns secondary right now is very. I must. Uh, this is my only only moment that I'm going to be very very truthful and bottom line kind of negative. The Browns secondary right now is in a Well, mess. the only thing Absolutely. that plays into their favor is the fact that Ben throwing the ball beyond so many yards has not been a very accurate quarterback this year. He has thrown without the same arm strength. At least it looked like to me. Um Yeah, I think he's going to play well I, in this game. I, I, I think do. I think that that's but that leaves up in the air turnovers. So you got to hope that he takes the risks and that these and that these kids play with with reckless abandon and pick that ball off. Uh, that's the only way that this because if he's look if he's these wide receivers are good enough that if these are jump balls, yeah they're going to be all right. I, but if he throws I, the ball I, I just, poorly, then we've got a chance. 
I I actually think this game comes down to sacking Big Ben. Yeah, well. We need a big game from Claiborne. We need a big game from Garrett. We need a big game from Sheldon from Richardson. Gustin. We need Gustin. We need these guys <clears throat> to really step up and play well. Um, I I mean I just I can't I guess cannot say that enough about this team. Like it's going to be such a big thing in this game because let's just be fair and honest. Like it is not going to be coming from the secondary because Terrence Mitchell struggled last game. We need him in this game, but it'd be well. I mean, I, I really, we, we love Denzel Ward and Denzel Ward's a big part of this game. But right now, Jared, I gotta, I gotta just go to the point that I, I don't know if we're going to have him in this game. So to me, the big thing that I'm hoping for is we need a pass rush. We need to get to Big Ben, and you have to contain and tackle well. That goes for Sandejo, who's going to play big minutes in this game. Carl Joseph's been great lately. We need we need Taki Taki to step up again. When the guy's in the open space, fine. But you got to bring him down. You cannot miss in this game. And the Browns have not done well with that all year. So I, I'm expecting some of those things to go kind of wonky. So to me, let's flip it on the other side. Mayfield, Chubb, Hunt. Chubb, Chubb, Chubb. Run the ball. Run the ball. Throw, throw, throw. They're going to have to score points in this game. I do think the Steelers are going to get it to that 28, 30 point mark. So get plus 30 points, which this team can do. Do enough on there. The, again, the only thing from today that kind of made me pause was the Conklin thing. And he has an illness. Um, that did make me pause. I'm being truthful. I mean, Batonio, that's a big miss, too. We all know that. It's a big guy who's out with COVID. I, I don't know if we can sustain two of those guys. I don't know. I William don't know. Robinson on Facebook. Steelers may pass on us, but Connor is awful as a running back. Steelers are last in the running game. Oh, I, William, I'm very well aware. I'm just going to be up front. I'm a big believer in this in sports. Teams play up to opponents. The Steelers always play up to the Browns. I think Connor's going to play up. I think Big Ben's going to play up in this game. Connor did not look terrible to me last week. He didn't look great, but he didn't look terrible. So I think uh, he so had what going thirty, to... forty yards. And the and the Steelers yeah, he were had... held to less than less than hundred yards too in that game. Yeah, but they made. I'm just telling you what I saw in my I eyes. They they were t- they were times getting eight yard chunks too. I mean, I logged that yeah. game. They had seventy eight yeah. yard chunks too. Yeah. It, it wasn't like the Browns did not shut down Connor. They didn't. Now he didn't have a great game, but they did not. They, they did not tear. Part it up. of it was the Steelers didn't and, run the ball as much either. I don't think. And they and they spread it no, around. I mean, there were there were three different no. running backs. Look. I think the Steelers' offense is going to play up to the Browns' opponent. I think Big Ben's going to play up in this game. He's a pretty—look, we know who he is. It's not about that. To me, it's about the Browns' offense needing to score to keep up with the Steelers to me. And I'm not saying Connor's going to have 100-plus yards, but I think Connor's going to get his 75 to 80 yards. I do. I do. Well, the good news is, They've Browns fans, uh, our, our 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 running backs have been uh, much better than just 100 yards. Uh, you're talking about a team with a backfield that has the potential of rushing for more than 200 yards each game. And Baker found his wheels last week against the Steelers. Um, and I mean that in the sense that he chose the right moments to win the game. And we also saw that when it came down to needing something, his legs got it done. Now, Again, Andy and I both will say all day, do not run him in a quarterback sneak. Do not. But we do not have a problem with Baker running the ball if it is the right moment, if it is the right time, if it is the right reason, if the play breaks down and you have an opening. Take it. Go for it. Baker, we trust you with that. Um, Outside of that, though, going right back to the running game, like we were talking about, Chubb and Hunt, 200-plus yards. You're going to need a combined 200-plus yard day. Out of them, I believe uh, this this coming Sunday, you're going to have to have it. I I I, I agree. <laughs> Kevin Atkins, great fan of the show. Happy Friday What's to up, you, Kevin. Kevin. Considering the, um, we're going to get to Matt Brocious, your comment next, but I want to get to this first. Considering the increased odds for injury due mm-hmm. playing without practice, why is the player association allowing this player to play the game? Kevin, I agree with you, but I'm going to go to a second point. If there's more COVID cases, which might be the case with Conklin, might be the case with Terrence Mitchell, I do think something needs to be paused in this game because those are more positive tests still coming out, and they practice And today. we haven't talked about this, Andy, but we have offline prior to this show – They went back. The NFL went back on their conversation claiming that there was no community spread within the team, 
claiming that there oh were three different gosh. three different variants of the uh, COVID nineteen <laughs> virus were found, which proves that they came in with it from the outside. Oh wait a minute, it was way more than three people that have it. What are we up to? We're in the twenties now with this team. So don't give me the bullshit NFL. I actually bought into it at first. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Three variants. Cool. But that's great. If there were only three people that had it. Now this, how does that make any sense? I've been mocking this on all the podcasts and Instagram accounts all week, and I'll do it again. This, this NFL community spread things, a bunch of hooey. It's just a bunch of bullshit. It is. And, and it's such foobar because it's happened over a two-week period. And clearly, these guys, I mean, Stefanski doesn't go out. Some of these guys are not going out. Come on. Conklin's going out and partying. I mean, well, come apparently on. the entire coaching staff the, is. I mean, the entire coaching staff. I mean, I think if these two tests are positive, the NFL needs to seriously pause and think, are we doing the right thing on Sunday night? <clears throat> because you have a whole bunch of COVID-positive tests. And it is it is getting wonky. And again, they practice today. It is what it is. But again, Jared, I'll mention they did have a positive test with another assistant coach today too. This goes right back it to just, the conversation of if they would have paused before or around that Jets game, they would have been able to fix this prior to this game. And that is the most frustrating because they have not stopped it, because they have literally had a positive case every 48 hours since then, right? It's, I'm almost, I bet if we looked at it, it's probably every 48 hours at least, maybe 72, that people that either one, two, or multiple have popped hot. You cannot tell me that they have isolated long enough that it's not going to happen again, especially practicing today. And then you're going to go in and you're going to play that game, and the winner of this game is going to go on and spread it some more over the week, have it for a week. I mean, this just doesn't make sense. The NFL is doing what I used to hate the most about being in the military, and I love my time in the military. But this drove me up a wall. They are being reactive and not being proactive. And it would have made a whole hell of a lot more sense if the league was more proactive and wasn't just reacting to, oh, oh, we'll brush this under the rug. We'll tweak this a little bit. We'll twist this nipple here. We'll punch this button there. Oh, yeah, you're good. Oh, yeah, no community spread. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Oh, yeah, yeah, just isolate that person. It hasn't fucking worked, guys. Hasn't fucking worked. Here we are. Here we are. I, I, I just think, again, to what Jared's saying, I thought last week's game, they kind of rolled the dice, and here we are. This is rolling the dice. If you got, I'm telling you, if you Conklin and Mitchell come back positive, it is really, really, really rolling the dice. Matt Brocious, I'm saying Hail Mary that this game does not come down to Cody Parkey. <laughs> oh, my God. And by the way, I. Matt I, I, Brocious is, I am, uh, is he, by the way, do you know how much he loves dill pickles? I don't know. I don't how know. He, yeah, just ask him. He loves I don't them. Know. Um, I want to do a quick Manny, then to Rob Jennings. Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Manny, I let off the show. We're going to do a little bit more of this COVID stuff. It's a big start, a big point in this game, but I am excited for Sunday, if I'm being honest. Even with all the COVID stuff, I'm still yeah, very, very same. excited. Yeah, same. I know that I feel like I'm getting a lot of just my, my bitching and complaining out regarding uh, the situation because I've been bottling it up all week, man. It just doesn't make sense. A lot of this doesn't make sense. But if you listened earlier as we went live, I still think the Browns have a very good chance of winning this game. I think it's a 50-50 shot. Although reading Rob Jennings' comment off of Facebook, thanks for commenting, Rob, makes me a little more nervous because you're asking us to stop, guys, that the Browns are not going to stop. They're just not. You're going to have to keep up with them. So, Well... Well, Rob, and Rob, by the way, great, great fan of the show. Thank you, Rob. Love your comments. You've Absolutely. been doing a lot this week. Um, here's here's the thing that by the way, clarify, the clarify, he's talking um, about. Not, I'm sorry, Andy. We didn't read the comment though, so I don't want to leave people confused. If the Browns' <laughs> defense can stop Connor Claypool and Smith Schuster. You have a very good chance of winning, I think, because it seems to me that Pittsburgh uses those guys the most. You're right. That's my opinion. I get it. You're right. I just think that's asking a lot of this team right now. Again, I let off. You got to score points. You have to score points in this game. With what's going on with your cornerbacks, you have to score points. You have to. Because if Miles Garrett is a little dinged, which he is, you're going to have to get a great... By the way, here's the biggest... Okay, ready? We we need one thing. You know who needs to be a slide MVP? It is time for Claiborne in that free agency contract. It's time for him to earn it right now. 
He yeah. has played one. I remember he's made one play his last week. We need Claiborne to have a big fucking game. He needs to come through. We need Richardson and we need Larry to have big games. That to me is more plausible. I know what you're saying. And Rob, you're right. Claypool's a monster. Smith-Schuster, you just have to slow him down. And Claypool, you just have to hold your breath. That's where the Hail Marys come in. You just have to go, <laughs> and hope he doesn't catch the ball. But offense, offense, offense. Let Chubb, I, I, I'm going to say this, right. now it's time for me. Let Chubb lead the way. Let him torch it. And then add Mayfield. Mayfield ran like Russell Wilson. And I'm not just saying that to be to be funny as a good Browns fan. He had great runs in this game. I'm with I'm with um Jared on this. The biggest thing that I did never like is when he's running into traffic. He ran away from traffic and did such a great job in this game and did such a nice job of running into ways to make positive yards. It was great. God, we have a lot of great comments here tonight, by the way. You want to go through them? Because, I mean, I'll start spinning through them. Stay, yeah. Stephen James, how, how do you play a football game without practice? I know. Okay. I know. It's the Look, problem with Steve, the NFL. Steve, Stephen, Stephen it, 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 it's not good. Here's the thing. This is Sandlot football. There's one positive from this. We love the underdog role in Cleveland. We are the ultimate fucking underdog. Well, this is the ultimate fucking the underdog ultimate. position to be put into. So here we go. I mean, it, look, Steve, I, I get it. I mean, I, there's... Again, I feel like I just got my hands tied and there's nothing, you know, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Um, There will be plenty of, I mean, you know that for the next however many months, if they don't win this game and they go home, that's all we're going to talk about is how the NFL handled all this and how pissed off we are and how once again, the Browns get fucking screwed, even when they go 11 and five. I'm more in the opposite. They made the playoffs. And, and there's a lot that of hope on this team. I get that. Okay. I totally get it. I, you just know that's going to be part of the narrative. I don't think this is same hey, old Browns, hey. and you know that too. Neither of us feel that way. No. Neither of us feel no, that No, no. That, that, I'm just clarifying. I'm, I'm just clarifying. But yes, this, oh, Steven, it's <laughs> this not, is... Oh, Steven. I get it. This is I so Browns. It. But, it's, but the beauty of it is it's not so, Browns. This is so NFL. This is so the shield, right? You know what I mean? The Browns have done everything they've had to do on their end. They're keeping their they're keeping their cool. They're keeping their shit together. Landry's saying all the right things. So is, so is Mayfield. So so is Mayfield. I, I can't I, I can't put any of this on the Browns. Stefanski, even though he's not one more thing, Stefanski's press conference this week has been great. He gives you a sense of calm, and this is in a Zoom press conference. Can you imagine how he talks to his team? He is the man. He is the man. Higgins is going to play. Yes, he is. EJ Scalata, the, the entire cover protocol and rules that the NFL won't bend is bullshit. This should have been handled back in the yeah, Jets game period. Said. Yes, I'll even go. I'll even go second one. The the Steeler week two. EJ, I'm, let me just say it again. This has been if, if this COVID thing is proven, it's foobar, big time foobar. Drew Saul, great fan What's of up, show. Drew? Happy Friday to you, Drew. Stop the run game, and Ward will look up to Juju or Claypool. One of them is it sounds like he's coming off the list. Drew, I think that I think he will too right now. I, I'll tell you what, for everything that's going on, having Denzel Ward would be great. Would just be great. We're hopeful. I, I mean, we're hopeful. We're at this point uh-huh. where um, you're waiting every 24 hours, waiting to hear whether he's been lifted off the list. Uh, the other thing you have to think about is too. Don't forget, Miles Garrett has still been struggling with breathing. You got to hope and, and that 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 Ward didn't have the same breathing issues. Um, otherwise, there's not a chance in hell. If you don't have if you don't have a, a Ward who is at least ninety percent, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be difficult. Scott Scott um, Feather on Facebook. Scott, up, welcome Scott? to the show, man. It's the first time I've seen you. Happy to have you. Great great crowd again tonight. Browns need to have at least one or yep. two turnovers, capitalize yeah. on them with touchdowns, and then I'm confident we'll win the game. I agree with you. I think it's just keeping pace. If the Browns keep this game close, the pressure will switch. And remember, no fans. This is going to be a very quiet, low-profile low stadium. That helps a you, lot in this who game. who do you trust helps more regarding not throwing turnovers? Because I will tell you right now, and if you're a Browns fan and you are not Mayfield. in this point right now, then you have not been watching. I will tell you right now, I trust that Baker Mayfield will protect the ball and that Big Ben has always thought he can sling it and wing it and get away with it. And he has been known to throw how many three interception games and watching him this season two weeks ago, he did not look good anytime. I mean, he did not look good, even though they came back. 
It didn't. He's still. He's still at the point where this is. This is getting close to the end. So he he reached down deep. But I'm telling you right now, Ben is not the same. So go ahead and get those turnovers. I do agree with that. I think the turnovers and Big Ben throwing interceptions are going to be huge. Here we go. Manny knows. Keep scoring. Keep the pressure on and give yep. Chubb the fucking ball. Chubb cannot be on the sideline with a jacket on. We need to keep him in this game. This is the one time I'm going to go crazy. If you want to run, hunt, that's great. If Chubb needs a breather, great. But keep those guys both on the field at all times or Janovich. I want to see two things in the backfield at all times. And Chubb has to be playing in this game a lot. I want to see a lot of Chubb. A lot, a lot of Chubb. And Kevin Atkins, I'm going to echo what you're saying. Winning was such the big thing. Kevin Atkins, 11-5 playoffs, got a coach, yes. got a front office. It's a great yes. year. Kevin, I agree with you. This is house money on Sunday. Is this house money? It doesn't mean it's not that this week hasn't been wonky. And again, I, Jared, I've thought about this today forever. I have never felt as a fan... Every time you get notifications, nervous. you get nervous yeah. about yeah. something that's going to yeah. be happening. I've never, and, and I'll tell you what's even more drastic. I felt good at one o'clock. I felt good after Savansky's press conference. And then during the press conference, I'm like, yeah. wait, Conklin's got an illness? Wait, wait, who's out? Well, because what's even these on? coaches aren't getting what these updates until the middle oh of stuff God. that's going on too sometimes. I mean, and oh. that also is not good. And I put that all on the shield once again. I do, again, I sit here all day, Andy, and I will tell you, and I say exactly, I reiterate just as Kevin Atkins says, and thank you for reminding me because I, 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 I've I, started feeling sorry for myself about 15 minutes ago, and I'm pulling myself out of that. Yes, it's, it's you a, did. It's an emotional roller coaster, but I will tell you this. I don't want to, I don't want to read the eulogy on this game right now, though. That's the issue. As proud as I am of how this team played this season and the fact that I don't give a fuck about the draft right now. I don't give a fuck about who the coach is no. going to be next week. I don't give a fuck about what my quarterback's going to be doing. I don't give a fuck. Are we sending anybody to Birmingham for the senior I bowl? I don't care. That Remember is such a beautiful thing. Who's going to? Such a beautiful thing. Uh, I don't even care about, I mean, how Andy, how often have we talked about Odell Beckham Jr. in the past four weeks? We just haven't. And that's not saying, and that's not saying Kevin we don't Atkins. care about Odell. I'm just saying there hasn't been. No, no the Browns are good. We're good. Kevin Atkins, yeah. we also found our QB. Yeah. A- exclamation yeah. point. He is our man, and he embraces Cleveland, yeah, and he's a part of this machine. I love yeah. Baker. Love him. Um, I just want to say two reminders. Let's keep going back in this conversation. After the Browns game, Jared and I will be on the Instagram account, Official Cleveland Sports. Check us out. As soon as the game ends, we'll be on there. And again, this is Endless Block t-shirts. Yeah, check it Endless out. Block. Endlessblock.com, by the check way. And um, when you go on the website, and you look around, and it, it's a lot of Ohio State gear. So if you're a Buckeyes fan, great. Grab it. And what I love the most about this Endless Block, and I'm not shitting you when I say this, because a lot of you know – and I love all of our T-shirt companies in this Northeast Ohio area. I love all of our sports team T-shirt places in this area. And I buy from all of them because I support local, including Youngstown Clothing Company. But I will tell you this. Yes. I love the prices. I love the prices at Endless yes. Block. I'm not going to lie. Love the prices. Columbus, uh, Columbus Company again. Um, I love Manny Blasdale. Manny Blasdale, have a cocktail for all of us. Um, yeah. Give Chubb the fucking yeah. ball. Let him yeah. do his and, thing. And Will, and, and Will Robinson says, follows Amen. up perfectly for this one, too. <laughs> Put both Chubb and Hunt in the backfield. Yes. Do the wing off. Yes. Look, Andy, I've been screaming. We thought the Browns were going to do this shit all year. Well, that's what we thought they were going to do. Just do it. And Just get, do it. And, and by the way, Janovich? if it's Kendall Lamb... He's going yeah, oh to have to have a huge game him. Because, yeah, look, because this offensive line oh, is going to need look, help. Look, look. Can he and, and play, I hope can he play left can tackle, block. right tackle? I know I know Kareem Hunt can block. Bah! I mean, look, in this game, here's what I want. William Robinson, great, great, great addition here. Let me just say something. In this game, William's right. We have got yep. to give the ball yep. to Chubb a lot. That guy is a winner. He wants to win. Baker's got the guts and the glory. He wants to win. Allow those two guys to lead you to victory. And I will say something off what William said. Connor's not as good as Chubb. We all know that. I just want to remark on something. He's not. 
But these guys, are, I think, are going to score points. We have to score points in this game. We have to get things out there. And I can't state this enough. We have our head coach of special teams. God fucking forbid it'd be great to have a special teams moment in this game. Just one. Just one. It'd be great to have one anybody special acting, teams moment. Anybody acting as Parky kick. <laughs> have we even asked any? Have we, have we heard anything? I, I bet you. I bet you. I have never. Okay, can we, let's have one laugh as I sip my wine. Have you ever had a moment where you go, I think I figured out the Browns, and you get pulled up, you're like, Terrence Mitchell's sick. Oh, my God, what's going on with Jack Coughlin? What does this mean that he's on the COVID? What is that? Sir, hi, I have a question. You're practicing at 430. Is everything clean in the building? I have never, as a fan, had to say things like, why are they riding a bus? Or, oh, let's let, talk let about get that. For Can a we? The, air, the airplane makes so much more sense. That is, if anybody out there thinks that, uh, what's this quickly? Hey, oh, by the way, Airplanes YouTube, Dog safe. Pound. Good evening, brother. Happy Friday. Just giving the shout out. I haven't seen you in a while, yeah, Dog hey, Pound. Hey, happy Friday, Dog Pound. Found. You've, been on set, you've been on set the edge and the show and multiple Steve, times. Steve, we're going to get to your other Great comment fan. after this, Good too. Good fan uh, of the show. Yes. The, the thing is, Andy, they the, the air is not recycled. The air Because you have to maintain it. Well, I'm going to get all sciencey again. Yes. Now, now that we've finished talking about the three different variants of COVID, <laughs> Now, now you have what your we need to is how to maintain air pressure in an airplane. <laughs> Look, the, it, it, the air cycles through. Let me get it. Let me get out. Let me get out the sheet of paper. See, if you if you take the air through here, this is the air. This is the oxygen. If you put it through the see a bus, it just kind of goes like this. But if right. they go through an airplane. Look, a fucking airplane's better yeah. for oxygen is what we've learned. Okay, okay. Thank you. There is a writer out there who and wrote the opposite and was wrong. No, and he's kind and he's of not a scientist. This, he's kind of been and on he's his. Not, he's, he's not a scientist. He's got to stop that a lot lately. He's had a bad week. Bad week. Bad week. Going on, going bad on week. Steelers radio. This bad is bad decision. This bad decision. This should not. Well, let me just say something else. I love Cleveland. Jared loves Cleveland. Everybody here loves Cleveland. Don't fucking get caught in labeling this as the Rona. That's been pushed and, around and by, a lot and by of doing social this, media to clarify, by writers. It's not right. Th- to clarify, it's not the right the thing to do. Was, don't fucking do it. First we had the drive, don't. then we had the fumble, now we have the Rona. I don't think that's funny. No, it's not funny and it's not cool and it's not what this is. So stop no, it. No, because you're already stop burying it. them. Stop. Go it. take your go go take your yeah, why does daddy it. cry on Sunday's coloring book and go back to and go back to to drawing in that. <sighs> go on. Go. So inappropriate, so inappropriate bad taste the whole thing. Anyways, all right. So to this game. I'm excited for this game. I am not anxious, meaning I'm not nervous, yeah. because I want to see how the Browns play. Again, this is like the ultimate Cleveland situation. They're literally coming off the plane. They're probably tying their shoes, running onto the catch-up field, saying, here we go. Let's see what happens. It is such a good thing. Yeah, Manning Blasdale, great point. Can we still sign players on Friday night? With COVID, who knows? Earl Thomas, maybe sign him next year. I, I actually, Manny, at this point, I know they're trying. Earl Thomas has got a horrible reputation. I will say, though, to Manny Blasdell's comment, I'm over the place, but I want to home and end. Carl Joseph has had a great three weeks. I have been yeah, so Yeah, there's a lot of write-ups that are, that are He is really played well. That, that talk about that. I, I think it might have been, um, I don't know whether I was reading Brown Scribbles or whether I was reading uh, something off of Yahoo. Uh, on the, on a preview uh, that focused on that, but yes, um, Carl Joseph has had a great time uh, developing and and talking talking has talkie absolutely um, done better. Um, Come along. I do like this way. too, and I to, I said Steve would get talkie to this uh, trade Odell for a good piece for the defense. I think that anything is in play right now because the Browns are as good mm-hmm. as they are offensively, and I think that they're only going to get better especially because Peoples-Jones has turned out to be something that we can really look forward to seeing over the next handful of years. And the same thing, surprisingly, with Daryl Hodge. So uh, while I would love to be able to fit Odell Hodge into this offense and finally get him and, and Baker clicking, I, I, am, I am just like I feel about this game being 50-50. I'm 50-50 on that, too. And it has nothing to do with my opinions of Odell because Lord knows I, I really do like Odell. I want this to work with Odell. I've got my I, GV art. Another shout out to a t-shirt company. My GV art, you know, Odell t-shirt. Um, so I, I get it. I get it. it, it, it the, look, either way, I, um, I trust this organization and I trust Barry on this one. So I have been impressed. Okay, three things. The development of Hodge. Taki Taki this year has been so even Vernon 
even a good veteran like that, the, the 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 development throughout this year for these players has been a remarkable thing. I have been so impressed by how they develop players on this team. It, it goes back to Kevin Atkins' comment. We have such a good front office that's moving things along. It gives this game hope. And I can't say this enough. Here's my second point. Stefanski has got a hold on this When have you seen Browns players trust their coach? He like is this. such a... I was just reading oh my an article God, it is about, wonderful and by to the way, see. it goes back to Odell, and I. this is another reason why I like Odell, things that we don't know about sometimes. Um, Odell trying to get um, Baker and uh, what's-his-face, uh, uh, the, the, uh, was it Munchen, Who, the offensive coordinator, were fighting like crazy, and they didn't like each other? And, and Odell was oh trying God, to mend yeah. that relationship and was doing all that stuff. So um, I think Odell does do well. But here's the deal. I bring that up to say this. These players buy in like they have not bought in in a very long time, very long time. When have you seen now? I've seen individual players buy into some of these coaches over time. We've all heard Joe Thomas say nice things about, you know, Mike Pettin or whoever. I get it. Players are going to do that. But when you're talking about being all in and trusting a system and trusting what the coach is trying to get you to do and understanding that you're all on the same path and all in the same direction and you all have the same goals, that is when things change. And this season has been that year. Yeah. That season, this season has been that year. Kevin Atkins says uh, Hugh yeah. Jackson is available for w- Sunday 1-800-RENT-A-COACH. <laughs> Kevin Atkins, thank you. I saw that ad. That's a great thank you. Good friend of show. Good, good, good finish show. Dog pound. I saw one article. I saw one of the article that Ward might be back. It's just be hanging on to Steelers. Any idea? Ugh, I'm so- <laughs> Look, yeah, Juju Smith Schuster is why rivalries are great in sports, and he just added to it. Let me give and, and, and what oh, he said great. was terrible. And what he said was so negative and such bulletin bullshit. Bulletin board material. But we, bulletin board material, it is time to shut him up, Tomlin up, Big Ben up. They haven't said those comments either, but we know they're fucking thinking it. To what Dog Pound's getting to with Juju, it is time to shut those fuckers up at Cutcher Field. They are not the Ravens, but they're pretty fucking close. I fucking hate the Steelers. I'm fucking tired of losing this team. It was great winning on Sunday. I don't give a fuck who was playing. And I want this game. I want it bad. And I love the fact that this week has been kind of way like, oh, the Browns are going to lose. You hear all these people. Oh, the Browns are going to lose 17 points. That's a fu- hot fucking take. This team's got a lot of character and a lot of juju. Yeah, we've got the good positively. juju. <laughs> this team will fight in this game. A, a, a good juju. Not, not juju from LA, <clears throat> USC. Not, not, EJ, not, we don't not have to worry about like him dancing on the games, 50. So. He already got his pee-pee smacked for doing that, and he's not doing no. it anymore. So, And I'll just, I just want to go a step further. Like, it is time. This is, okay, I think the Browns are going to elevate their game. This is Villanova, Georgetown. Buster Douglas Tyson. This is game seven, down three. Oh, uh, let's do three that. One. Let's do that comparison. In, with the Warriors and the Cavs. With, with, with the Browns winning it this is time. game. It is time. Be on the same oh. level as oh. as the Cavs down three one. It's not a championship, it but it's pretty damn fucking close. This is this is the it's a God bless the wild card game. But this is how we are in Cleveland with fuckers. football. <laughs> oh, and here's the great thing: if the Browns lose, yeah, we're not happy and we're upset, but it's understandable for the last two weeks. Everything is all about rolling out the footballs getting off the airplane with good oxygen and playing the best you can play. And we will be supporting you. There should be no pressure on six. Right. No pressure on 24. Well, this is why. And no pressure on prefer. Just roll the balls out. Let's see what happens. And let's attack. I think the Browns are going to win this game. And I would not be surprised if the Steelers go up early in this game. It's fine. That might happen. But I love the Browns in this spot. I love the underdog role in the city. And I think they're going to play up to this game. 38-35 Browns. I love the Browns in this game. Outside of the the fact that I really, at the end of the day, only care that everyone who's got this bullshit and is getting over it and it keeps spreading. I want everyone to be healthy. I want everyone to come back after the, I want that. That's, that's right. right. That's that's, that's, that's that's number one in our, in our minds, in Andy's mind and in mine. Number two, the next thing that I hope that happens is 
they can come out and they don't have to play sloppy, but they have to play loose. Right. I don't want them coming out tight. Yes. Like they did what they in the Jets game. They came out really tight because they were shook by everything that had transpired in the 48 hours prior. So come out loose. And I think that that experience helped them. So I want them to come yes. out and play loose. I want them to come out with confidence. I want them to come out with a little bit of swagger in the right way. I want them to make good decisions. I want Landry to be fired up, but I do not want him getting 15-yard unsportsmanlike uh, uh, conducts. I want him to set the good example for these these Browns, you know, especially these young players. I don't want to hear uh, – wait a minute. We didn't even talk about Jed. This is how crazy the week is. We didn't even talk about Jed Wills and, and Hollywood Higgins getting pulled over for, for drag racing either. Um, <laughs> do we even want to talk about it? Right by even, right right oh, by really, where right Holly was, Holly? by the way. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I look, I, I there's so much worse things. Oh, what they found a marijuana. It's been a great week, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't fucking care. Look, I'm the last person who gives a <laughs> shit about pot. So um I I I, I think look, the Browns look, I was gonna throw it out there. I think the Browns win 35-31. That's where I'm at. 35-31. William Robinson, get ready to cry, as I think they're going to cry, because I think we're going to win this game. I really do. I don't know why. I just get it's time to end this shit. And this is a very good team. And the one thing that's good about all this crap, and it's been crap this week, the one good thing, there's no pressure on the Browns. None. None. It's been a good year. How could you get mad if they lose? How? I mean, you're really working with sticks and glue. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Hot with Rod you. Higgins. <laughs> now it's Hot Rod. I we, we I love Hot Rod and Williams. I, I like that. I, I, we I think, I think that Rod. might be it. We I think Hot Rod. I think I'm gonna steal I, that. I, I'm gonna put that on Twitter. I'll I'll quote you on it though. I will say Will Robinson. Manny Blasdell would not parlay this, but Browns Washington Super Bowl. Absolutely, I'm there. Football team versus Browns. I love it. Love it. Love it. Look, this is look. We're going to come back on Sunday night after the Browns game. Jared and I will do another, I guess we're going to do a Monday morning show, would you figure? Or we're going to do a Monday oh, night show boy, for the Buckeye oh, boy, game? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Monday we'll morning. Um, it's my birthday. I am, oh, I'll be in Cleveland Monday uh, early. Um, that's a whole other. I, <laughs> this is news that I just found out like three hours ago, by the way. Uh, I'll be in Cleveland Monday morning through oh. Monday afternoon. So I'll be back here and ready to go Monday evening. Okay. Yeah. So Monday evening before the Browns game. Or for the Buckeye game. Okay. So we'll we'll be doing Buckeye um, preview show then. So just do a quick skinny on the Buckeyes. Let's get to Lindor trade. So there's your Browns. Again, don't get too bogged down to the Browns negative news. Enjoy the experience of being in the playoffs. I think it's a good thing. Takes game. Justin Fields should be from up before the game. I was listening to Paul Feinbaum today. Anybody who's got cracked ribs, I guess, in his experience, has said the shot before the game. I think Fields will be fine. I really do. I think the bigger story is, is who's in or out for the Buckeyes with COVID. It's hard to tell. Hard to tell. So, all right. Um, I can tell you. Uh, that I do have uh, a bit of an inside connection with Ohio State that I believe is slowly becoming a stronger connection regarding how much I trust that person. And from what I remember looking at as I try to sift through my messages, and I don't talk about this stuff because I'm not really, as much as I'm getting a little bit of insider information, uh, because this is COVID stuff, I don't know how much I want to talk about and I'm not going to talk about names or any of that stuff. But from what I've seen, I wouldn't worry too much about the who. I think they're going to be fine regarding that. Again, what I'm seeing is rumor, but it's also pretty solid uh, because I've gotten some solid info on that in the past. So I'll leave it at that. Um God, I'm very grateful for the connections I'm starting to make doing this stuff. But anyway, um, I wouldn't worry too much about those questions. I think that they're going to be fine. I think that it's more entertaining to talk about what Kristen Saban did on Twitter. To be I don't know, I, but being you. truthful, what did you, what did you just, what did you just <laughs> say though? 
that uh, that we're not looking at uh, skill position players or anything like that. Okay. I don't believe that are having the issues. Um, That's and, and and I and I I need to go back through these texts, but like I said, the information that I was given um, was that yes, canceling this game or mo- I'm sorry, moving this game was absolutely in play, um, but that when I was looking at the, and I believe there were names thrown around, that it wasn't uh, it wasn't skill position position players that were being named from what I, I was able to see. Okay, well. Yeah. Sorry, I, I even forgot to tell you about that. Yeah. Because I really wasn't even going to discuss much about it because I was waiting to see some more yeah. official stuff. But the problem is, over the past four days... Since that, since those rumors started, we never got anything official. So I just we'll do a bigger preview of Buckeyes Bama um, on Monday night before the game. I guess you'll be in Cleveland now, so we'll we'll do that later on. Um, Dog pound, Ugg. I hope this. I hope I hope win this because I lived here in Pittsburgh. Oh gosh, dog pound. God, I hope you win. I was driving on eighty today, and I and I walked through a Dunkin' Donuts, and there's nothing more proud that wearing that orange and brown. It was great. It was great. Well, what do you think? It's I mean, even around here in the Youngstown area, because the Browns have been so bad for so long, there's so much nasty ass black and gold. So everywhere. we'll do more. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> vomiting. We'll do more. But we'll do more Buckeyes <laughs> Bama on Monday night. All right. So let's go quickly. Let's transition to Lindor because that was a. I think that was a little thing that became a. You know, that's I think that was a little thing in our lives. A little thing. I've talked about this forever, so I'm gonna give it one more time. It is very, very hard gut pinch stuff when you lose a player like Manny Ramirez, Jim Tomey, CC Sabathia, Cliff Lee, and now Lindor. It's even harder when it's Cookie Carrasco done with it. The only thing about this trade that helps is that he's going, these both both these players are going to the Mets. They're going to the National League. It helps. At least they're not in the AL. We're not going to see them a lot. But it's a gun punch because they're very great players. Lindor is a once-in-a-lifetime player. Dog Pound, I agree with you. Cavs are on fire. Cavs are on fire right now. Fire. Here's the other, here's the other thing. In this old world of life, when it comes to the Indians, we realize they're a small market team. It doesn't mean these trades don't hurt. This hurt. Cookie Carrasco took a club-friendly deal to stay in Cleveland, and he got traded. And their payroll is next to nothing. They're now 30th. 30th in baseball. This trade hurts. I've heard great things about Jimenez. I've heard great things about Green. Um, Jimenez is supposed to be an excellent shortstop. They have these other kids come from the Padres. All that to be said, Lindor is a once-in-a-lifetime player, and Cookie was a part of this city and a part of us. And so is Lindor. It hurts. It just hurts. I had already come to the acceptance that that Lindor would no longer be with the team. I've even rationalized why I'm okay with it. <laughs> I did it once on a show with you and Holly. Um, losing Carrasco is a real bummer. A real bummer. Losing them both is a bummer. But I, I think I was a little more invested in Carrasco just because of his story. Uh, just because of you know, the cookie strong and because he really endeared himself to the city and everyone here loved him. Uh, and he was also very much a give back kind of guy. A, and, and we all love a give back kind of guy. I, I That being said, that's a big bummer. And then the other bummer is I know you're telling me how good these other guys might be and how these prospects look cool. I don't care. I don't care. I, I it just, they don't even like whatever if they show up because I still am looking at a rotation that is possibly going to be one of the best in baseball again. I'm still looking at guys that are going to develop and we're going to get a chance to see certain players come out on the field, the Yu Changs and so on and so forth, the, the Bobby Bradleys, the whatever. And I think that there are possibilities that this team can make that work. But you cannot say enough about how embarrassing it is that it today. In 2021, in Major League Baseball, with Rob Manford, who has been absolutely atrocious handling the league, that a team should sit there at 35 million payroll and Mike Trout's getting 37 a year. That has got 
to get fucking handled. Baseball is a mess. Baseball is not going to sustain this. They're not. I understand. Look, and I will also say this. That doesn't mean, look, the Indians aren't that broke. The Indians just didn't like that their profit margins were shrinking that much. So there's a lot of blame to go around. There's a lot of blame to go around. And we also have heard rumors that there will be some reinvestment of the money they are saving. That, again, doesn't mean anything to me right now. Doesn't. Because it doesn't make sense if you look at how that trade went down. Reinvesting money and cutting that. Like, you didn't even, like, you didn't, I'm sorry. That's just a shitty haul. It's a shitty haul for Lindor and Carrasco. It's a shitty haul. I don't think period. it's a shitty haul. But I do think it's shitty that we lost I, Lindor and Carrasco. I think it's a really, really oh, shitty no. thing we lost Lindor and Carrasco. Because Jimenez is supposed to be a star, and this guy Green's supposed to be a star, and this guy Wolf's supposed to be pretty good. So you're getting three good players uh, back and Ryan Rosario, but it doesn't matter. Lindor, well, Lindor we'll is a life once-in-a-lifetime player, and he's going yeah, to well, shine. We'll he's going to win a World Series for the Mets, and we're going to come on here, and it's going to be fucking mind-blowing bad. We did not, we as the Indians, did not treat Lindor well. He got burned by those comments from all the Dolans throughout the years. We won't relive them today. Enjoy them while he's and, here. And, and it's just one of those things where Lindor, I loved him. He is a great player. Was the fra- face of the franchise. When he started in Detroit, was lovable. Hit that single. We laughed when he fell around, when he fell coming around first base. Lindor is a great player. And we fucked it up. We fucked it up because it became about contract, contract, contract for three and a half, four years. And we fucked it up bad. And I, I hope I'm wrong, but he's a once in a generation player. And Cookie Carrasco, I agree with Jared, was a very much a part of Cleveland. So was Lindor. Lindor loved Cleveland. Really talked mm-hmm. highly of the city. So I, I don't think the hall's bad, actually. I don't. I like the hall. But it doesn't mean yeah, that the players leaving is don't. not good. The leaving the players is bad. Really, really, really bad. And the Indians are going through a rebuild. The Indians are going through a rebuild. Just because the Indians have been successful, mainly because, again, going back to certain people in their front office, and because of how well Tito is suited for developing and raising these kids in the league, we've been lucky that over the past, you know, over Tito's tenure that this Indians team has had the best record overall in Major League Baseball. I get that. But aren't you fucking tired of developing players for other teams? No, dude, dude, I, I... Because that has never changed for these Indians my entire the life. The Dolans need to spend more money. The Dolans need to spend more money. Uh, they went from 148 million four years ago to 35 million this year. So, That's so a fan at. asks, so here's the four players we got back. So again... Frankie Lindor, Carrasco, go to the Mets. Here's what comes back. That was a good question by the fan. Andres Jimenez. He was ranked as the number two prospect in the Mets organization. Mets fans rave about him. He is a shortstop. Jimenez was ranked as his MLB second, as a, a, a overall 83rd top prospect last year. He was pushed aggressively by the Mets. They like this kid a lot. He's from Venezuela. He is supposed to be an exciting young bat. Ahmed Rosario is your very average pro at best. The thing about Rosario, which I know the Indians like, is he was a highly touted prospect, just as much as Jimenez, and Rosario can play short or second, and they don't have a second baseman. So Rosario's more than likely going to move to second at some point, and they're going to let Jimenez come up to short or one of those players you got from the Padres. Josh Wolf is a right-handed prospect. You're not going to see him in a couple years. He's number nine in the Mets system, according to trade publications. He is a good righty. They've been excited about him. That's the only one I shrug my shoulders. I don't know. We'll have to see. Josh Wolf is his name, right-handed pitcher. Isaiah Green has been touted by a lot of players. A lot, I mean, sorry, a lot of publications. He is an exciting young draft pick. He's just, I think he's only 19, he's 19 years old. Center fielder, and he has, not only by local um, people in New York, he's been written by baseball, like baseball publications. People are raving about Isaiah Green. So maybe in a few years we'll see him. But all that to be said, I know why Jared's frustrated. This is frustrating because you're losing two good players. Two good players who are great leaders and great men and who can win in big spots. 
who are already developed, who we're not waiting on to get better yes. and who are on a team that has, yes. like I said, some still some very real potential. The Cy Young Award winner. But now you're talking about, now you're talking about Jose Ramirez is one third of their payroll. God bless. The, the Dolans have to spend more money. Period. And I don't want to talk about this in anymore. A sentence. I don't. I don't. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, uh, uh, spring training starts and let's see. I got the date here. I think it's like February. I'm just. I'm just <clears throat> fucking Jared. Look, the Indians have Bieber, Plesac, everybody's favorite pandemic pitcher, and we have all sorts of players that are coming back. They're very young, like a Daniel Johnson and a Framil Reyes, and everybody else. The Indians do have some parts, but this hurts. This is a big gut punch. It's a big gut punch. It is. And it's sad because we love the Indians so on this show, and we talk about them a lot, and it's hard to get up for them after this. And I don't think this hall's bad. I don't I don't agree, Jared, at all. I think this hall's good. It doesn't mean, though, you're not hurt and you're not disappointed. Because I'm very disappointed. Good because I don't know. Because we're talking about... It's nothing proven. I know. I again I know why you're saying that. I totally get it. I totally, totally get it. But I think Jimenez is gonna be a star and I like Isaiah Green a lot, if I'm being truthful. Well we'll have Mandy Bell on sometime soon. Hopefully she'll cheer me up. Indian I tried to cheer him up. I didn't even know he was gonna go to Cleveland this week. I tried cheering him up. I didn't know either. <laughs> My wife had to tell me that it was a little bit of a surprise oh. because she knew that you and I were gonna link up again really quickly <laughs> regarding the t shirts. So she was like, before you make plans with Andy and we figure all this out, I need you to know that for your birthday, I'm taking you for lunch up to Cleveland. It had better be. I hope we see the sun on Monday <laughs> um, for lunch. And uh, and, and I'm going to get to pick out something nice. That's awesome. At a store. That's really so romantic. I'll be home by two in the afternoon. And in fact... Um, That's very romantic. We might be able to do the show in the morning still, too. Yes, uh, do the show in the morning way, and then head up Priscilla to Priscilla Watson is a lovely woman. Great wife. Great, great, great nutritionist. And let me just say, Jared's turning a ripe old age of 30. We should congratulate him. Fuck. He is, he is yeah. doing great for 30 years old. We could only be blessed to be so young. Dog pound. It's all right. Lindor was like Pat Mahomes. Yeah, yeah I know. I, know. I, I agree with you, uh, Manny Blasdale. Chris Blucker, we already talked about the Buckeyes, brother. Uh, we're going to talk about do more it again, Monday. Though. That's what Andy and I are talking about. Monday Monday morning, Andy. All right, even though I'm going to Cleveland, let's try to do this thing Monday morning. Yeah, we'll, we'll, it, it'll be better. I, I would like to do it. it it'll, it'll be better, too, because it's going to lead up to the game, and we can post more on the Browns and after their victory. And then we can talk about going to Kansas City. Well, wait a minute. Are we actually going to do a full show? Yes. Oh, or are we yeah. going to do? Okay, Mo, so we're going to do a full show. Yeah. Plus, we're going to be on, um, as always, at Official Cleveland Sports. Um so we will get to that. Um, uh, Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Blucker, I lied. Jared's turning 31. <laughs> he knows. He's actually turning 40, 40. <laughs> Chris knows. Chris is a Struthers uh, grad. I, I feel bad for Jared's. I'm only 28. <laughs> I'm not. I'm 41. Fucking time, man. Time sucks. I am time out goes. of wine. We need to do your reads. I need more wine. All right, Andy's going to get more wine. I'm going to my dad's house and going to go and listen to albums and drink his booze. I love That's you, Chris. I'm, doing this I'm 42, brother. I love you, 42. I love you, Chris. We used to call him Mother Blucka in school. Mother Blucka? That's my dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. So, um, are the Browns going to win? Yeah, they're going to win. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to call it. I actually think well, they well, are well, because I love the mentality uh, of this game, and I believe in Baker Mayfield. <clears throat> And Stefanski, and I love Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb's blowing your carry. final thoughts, Wad, before I do my. No, I got a final thoughts on the Cavs. Oh, I'm sure I, you do. I, I'm in Purdue basketball, seven o'clock tip off. I already missed. That is not for final thoughts. Chris Blocker, I love you too, buddy. Love the show. Thank you. Such a nice guy. <laughs> uh, we are brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out. Original Cleveland Sports reporting at WaitingForNextYear.com. Also soon to be announced with Evergreen Podcasts. 
Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and beyond and on Twitter at CLE and beyond at CLE and beyond. Also shoot us an email, Andy and Jared at gmail.com. Andy and Jared, J-A-R-I-D at gmail.com. A shout out to Manny Blasdell. Uh, Manny, I think you gave us an email um, a couple days ago, and I apologize if we have not responded to that. Um, admittedly, Andy and I are kind of slow on answering uh, emails, it's been a really busy two weeks. Manny, we're going to get to you, has. brother. We're going to get to you. Don't worry. Uh, well, we have to. Yeah, we got a couple of them we got to get back to. But um, uh, shout out to you wanting to start a podcast, feeling like we are his inspiration for this and starting it up. And Manny, I, you're our inspiration. I appreciate comments like that. It really means a lot to me. Um, uh, seriously. So thank you very much. Andy and Jared at gmail.com, J-A-R-I-D. And then uh, where are we at? On, um, on Instagram, don't forget, at official Cleveland sports. At official Cleveland sports on Instagram. What happens there? Well, first of all, you get a ton of information on anything that's breaking. You will get some new photo with some new font in there telling you all the updated information. You will get uh, Cleveland sports highlight clips that are run throughout that page. And then you get our fat faces. Sorry, I think that was because I was talking about my fat face face being fat earlier. It just came out. Uh, Andy knows we were talking about my head. Oh, my gosh. Our faces. Our faces. All right. All right. It just came out. Like I said, it just came out. And then I felt bad because I'm like, wait, Andy doesn't have a fat face. So that's not fair. Oh, my gosh. I don't either. It was just a, listen, this is a different thing. This is for me and Andy to talk about later. Watson. This is the thing. This is the thing. He's reading too much into it. He thinks I'm like being like overly self-deprecating. I'm just joking around. The point is you'll see our our faces Mm. uh, doing live shows following sporting events that we give a fuck about. We're there. And we'll say, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll just hop on. We'll do 10, 15 minutes. And then we're there for like an hour talking to <laughs> hundreds of people and loving every minute of it because we love this. We do because love, we love it. you guys. And because we love doing this show and we are trying to um, just bring a little, you know, bright light into everyone's lives. So you can find us again on at official Cleveland sports on Instagram, following Cavs games. Andy's there all the time after Browns games. I jump on with Andy and then Holly Wetzel jumps on with Andy and then uh, Buckeyes games. We will be doing the same next year Uh, and Indians games. Absolutely ready to jump on and do those uh, soon as well. So at official Cleveland sports, Andy, I think I went through everything. Uh, follow us on iTunes, Google play stitcher, subscribe, subscribe and leave ratings too, please. Um, and that means like, even if they're not good, that's fine. We'll take the advice and uh, we'll try to do better. Kevin Atkins, you're the man. EJ Scalato, you're the man. And Manny Blasio, you're the man. Chris Blucker. I don't know who you are, but Jared does. You're the man. The Cavs are playing great basketball, and it's and they they don't get talked about enough. That win in Memphis on Thursday was great. I talked about it after the show, um, on uh, Instagram for like five minutes. That win was gutty, and Okoro's block with less than a minute left was great, great stuff, great, great stuff. The Indians will be fine, and I think the Browns are going to win. I got one more thing. I just want to wish a happy birthday. To my sexy partner, Jared Watson. He is going through a lot. He loves politics. It's been, no, a, stop. Stress, <laughs> it's been a stressful week. We love him. It's my turn. It's my turn. We love him. He's turning a youthful 40. And he does not have a fat head. And we just want to give you a mental hug. As we give the Browns a mental hug. Win or lose. This has been a great year for the Browns because of what they accomplished and because of what's going on. And I completely agree with Kevin Atkins. There's been things set up for great success in the future. Don't lose sight of that. Fingers crossed, Denzel Ward. Fingers crossed that we get Conklin this game. Fingers crossed about Mitchell. Fingers crossed everybody feels better in Berea. And most importantly, we love Cleveland and we'll be there every minute. And Jared said about hit it one more time. Please go to official Cleveland sports um, or was it official at official Cleveland sports on official Cleveland on Instagram and go to endless block. These are great t-shirts they are very durable and Purdue's playing Michigan state. So I have to run. Yeah. These are, these are those comfy t-shirts just like all the other ones we love. Yes. So yeah. Um, uh, again, you can find those at endlessblock.com, endlessblock.com. I changed my mind, Andy changed my mind. Blowout 42, 14 Browns. Talk to you later. Love everyone.
Give the ball to Chubb. 42-14. If the Browns are listening to this, do you haven't given the ball to Chubb yet? Give him the ball. 42-14. Where's Janovich? Where's Janovich? Where's Janovich? Spyro's Spa. Or per- was that Spyro's Paw? Yeah. The Browns Spyros. That's a, it's Greek. It's a Greek name. They Browns draft- drafted Spurgeon. The Browns. Yeah, well, that that's true. Thank you for some. What the fuck does that even? It's no. a sixth round. It's a crapshoot. You get we, lucky. Who cares? We, I have a Spurgeon win. Jersey. How did we miss on? How did we miss on Tom Brady? Nobody. I think knew. Chris Palmer liked him. <laughs> Thanks, Sparrows. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Friend of show. Sturgeon win. Sturgeon. Go Browns. Sturgeon Beat the Steelers. Field general. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net. Hey there, and welcome to the Joy of Paddle podcast, hosted by me, Minterdial, a veteran of the paddle tennis world, and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning, or have never even heard of paddle, or padel, as it's called in North America, this is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players, industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with a pro tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Vamos!